This is Gemara Irvin Daf PB. He's learning his should be his closer for a shleim of Yudimir bin Akir. I'm learning from the Chacham. I'm learning the Chacham. Sorry, Basim. 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 Sorry, and the Gemara began yesterday in the bottom of Pi'alf on the base. The Gemara said, Amr of Yudam Shmuel, Halacha Kir of Yehuda, that we paskin like of Yehuda. So really holding about seven lines from the bottom. Amr of Yudam Shmuel, Halacha Kir of Yehuda, Mechlal Dabligi. If you tell me we paskin like of Yehuda, what does that sound like? Sounds like the Tanakhama disagrees. Such a swing back over here. And what did Rav Yudam say? If you look back at the top of the Amr, what did Rav Yudam say? Amr of Yudam Medvar Mamurim Be'in Ruven Techumim. That was the rule of Rabbi Yehuda, the famous rule that we spoke about yesterday. Because of Zerach and the Adam Shleib of Anav, they chav in Adam El Befanav. Rabbi Yehuda came along and he said, "By Eruvi Chatzirais, since it's just a good thing, there's no potential negative. It just allows you to carry. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, limit you in any way. Therefore, said Rabbi Yehuda, Zach and the Adam Shleib of Anav, and you can even make it here Chatzirais Shaloi Midaitoi. So the Gemara now says the Rabacha Breder Rava the Rabashi says. If you said halacha, sounds the Tanakhama disagrees. However, from Rabbi Shimon Levi, Kol Magum Jamer Yehuda, he must say Yibam Hov and Shasino Ina Elul Lefarish Tivichachamim. When Rabbi Yehuda says the words Eimasai, when. Obama and with what Rav Yudah is coming to explain the Chachamim and Rav Yudah in our Mishnah said a Masai sounding like he's explaining the Chachamim. So why are you telling me that the Chachamim disagree? Veloipligi says the Gemara and therefore comes teamingly he's not arguing. Vanantanan so says the Gemara. One second, what do we say? We said in the previous Mishnah Nitaisu Aleim Moisef Umizakev Vitzarech Loidia. That what's the opinion of the Chachamim? The opinion of the Chachamim is that if there are more people inside this Chatzar, you have to add on more food, and then what do you have to do? Mizak it, give it to them, and then Tzarech Lehoidiyah, you have to let them know. So what do we see that the Chachamim hold that you, yes, have to tell them? Clearly, not like Rav Yehuda. Clearly like the Havamina, that what? That Rav Yehuda is disagreeing with the Chachamim. Says the Gemara, no. The reason is, Hasam B'chatzar Shavim Shnei Mboiz. Concept that we had before, I'm not sure if we explained it so well then, so let's make sure we explain it now. The reason why over there the Chachamim said you have to tell them is because it's one Chatzar with two potential Mavuis. And therefore, if they're joined into an Erev with one Mavui, it does, by a way, limit them, because now they can't join with the other Mavui. So the reason why, says the Gemara, says the Chachamim, is because you're limiting them in some way, you're choosing for them something that maybe they don't want that choice. That is why the Chachamim held that. But but it's not necessarily different from what Rav Yehuda says when it's not a chutz with two mavois, it's one chutz or a regular year of chutz Do not have to tell them. Says the Gemara in the last line, We said that they argue on Rav Yehuda. So you just told me that the only time that they argue is this case with two mavois. What do you mean? Rav Shizvi singly says that they always argue on Rav Yehuda. Ella says the Gemara moving along to Bebezam and Aleph. Ella says the Gemara. Gavra, Gavra Karamis, you're asking a question from one mandamar to another mandamar. Marsavar Pligi, Marsavar Pligi, there's no question. According to one mandamar, if you does argue in the Chachamim, according to the other mandamar, if you does not argue in the Chachamim, and that is how the Gemara concludes. Says the Gemara Kufa, two lines down. Amr Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. 
That whenever Rav Yudha says, this is the statement we said a moment ago, when Rav Yudha comes along and says, Eimasai, when is that true and true? Fama, with what is that true? It's coming to explain. Rav Yechanan Amar, when Eimasai, when he says the word when, that is Lafarish. Obama, when he says with what, that is Lachli, that's coming to argue. Says the Gemara, one second, So everyone seemingly agrees that the word Eimasai comes to explain. Comes to just explain the review does not disagreeing, he's just ad- adding on, explaining the first shita. Ask the Gemara, but we learn to the Mishnah. Bilu and Absalom, these are the ones that are apostle for Adas. Hamisachik, by Kovya, someone that plays with dice. Umalva, Berivis. Someone that lends with Rivis. Umafrika, Yaitinim. Someone who bets on chicken, chickens. There was a pigeon races, a type of gambling. Visayach, Rishvias. Someone who lends with Shemitah. So all these different people, not such a good group to be in. You lend with Rivis, you're not Makhbun on Shemitah, you gamble, all these people. What is the Allah? Says the Tanakama, you're apostle for Adas. Omer Abiuda, Imasai. When? So according to the rules that we just said, what should Rabbi Yudha be doing right now? Explaining. Imasai. Comes out of Yudha. Bizman she'in omnes elihi. When do we say a gambler? When do we say a pigeon guy? When do we say someone who lands with the rivets? Is apostle from Adis? If that is his whole occupation. If he has a different occupation than just on the side he gambles. Harezeh kosher. So Rabbi Yudha says he's kosher. So again, Tanakama said, Apostle, Rav Yudha says, when is that true? That is only true when it's your primary occupation. If you have a different job, then it is allowed, says Rav Yehuda. And it doesn't possibly you for Adas. But Tani, I love Ebrisa. We learned in Ebrisa. Whether you have no other profession aside for gambling. Whether you have a different profession, profession, Harez Apostle. The apostles. So we see what is the sheet of the Chachamim? What is the sheet of the Tanakhama? Is that a yes, apostles? Rav Yehuda's Masai is coming to argue clearly. So Rav Yehuda says it does not apostle if you have another occupation. So ask the Gemara on the rule. We just said that whenever Rav Yehuda says Masai, it's coming to explain, but we see clearly over here that the Chachamim old, yes, apostles you. You are not allowed to give aid. You are apostle if even if you have a different job and gambling is not your whole occupation. And Rav Yudah says, no. Says the Gemara, hold Rav Yudah, That's not regular Rav Yudah. That's Rav Yehudah, Rav Tarfin. So that's the reason why it's disagreeing. And it doesn't conform to the regular rules of Rav Yehudah. The Tani Rav Yudah, Rav Yudah, Rav Yudah, Rav Tarfin. Lo'ilam, in echad me'am nazir, when you have a choice, which one should be a Nazir, but of a complicated case, but then you're not going to be, if you said a Nazir, I'll deny on a certain side, on a certain doubt, it doesn't create a Nazir, because Nazir has to be clear cut. Alma, what do we see? Keeping the Misafkali, Nazir, Eli, Nazir, who, since we're not sure if it's going to be an Azirus, therefore, you don't give yourself over. And that's the reason why this opinion of Yudam Rav Tarifin is that in such a scenario, that someone makes a, makes himself into Nazir, but he doesn't make it clear cut, but rather he depends on something else, then he says it doesn't make you into Nazir. Halchanami, and that's going to be the same opinion Rav Yudah by us, by gambling. So Yomar is proving this is not the regular Rav Yudah, it's Rav Yudah Rav Tarfin. And that is the reason why, since it's Rav Yudah Rav Tarfin, that is the reason why he's not necessarily explaining the Tanakhama, could be he's disagreeing. Halchanami, Kivdal a very important rule when it comes to the sigil of gambling, that the reason is, since it says Rav Yudah, since we don't know whether you're going to give a kidney or not, you don't go and give it away. And that is the reason why you're not going to be 
Puzzle for Eidos, a bit of a complicated sugya, something called Asmachta, whether there is a Kenyan, when someone goes and gambles, someone, seemingly something that you shouldn't do, says our Gemara, and you put money in the pot. Do you put the money in the pot willingly, and therefore when you lose, you willingly give it over, and therefore Asmachta, Kanya, when you give something as a reliance, it's a Kenyan, therefore it's not going to be such an issue, or do we say no, that every person, when he puts the money in the pot, he assumes he's going to win, and therefore he doesn't really give it willingly, and therefore that it's not a real Kenyan, and that's the reason why he'll be possible for Eidos, if you want to see over here, a nice lengthy thesis over here, the review to come, the thesis comes along, it says, we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda, complicated sugya, we should come back, we should do a chazar on this wonderful seventh parak of Ervin, as we close in on the Mesechta, who would have dreamt that Baruch Hashem, we are seeing the finish line in sight, let's continue, Mir Tashem, many more parakim together, says the Mishnah, as we begin the eighth parak, Ketzan mishtatfim betchumim, now, Eir of the Chumim, how do you create a sheet of, how do you create a partnership? What do you do? Meniach has a chavis, you put down your barrel of wine. Vaimer, harezel chol b'nei iri. This is for everyone in my city. L'chol mishelech l'beis avel, anyone who wants to go to visit the avel, so he needs to go past the tchum, you could be kainah, you could acquire your place of dwelling over here. Oil l'beis ha-mishnah, or to the chasana. V'chol shekibla mivayd yoyim, anyone who accepts upon himself while it's still Friday, that that is the place of his dwelling, mutter, then he's allowed to use it as his erev. Mishetech shach, he only accepts it after it's dark. Also, she'ein ma'arim, mishetech shach, the concept we've seen, you have to create your erev t'chumim while it is still daytime. Again, let's just remind yourself, we've seen erev t'chumim many times, but erev t'chumim is, every person has 2,000 amis outside of his city that he's allowed to walk, Sometimes you want to extend that. So you take food, you're kind of shvisa, you acquire a dwelling place at the end of the 2,000 amais, and then you get another 2,000 amais past that. So the Mishnah here is teaching me that one person could do this for everyone. I could go put down a barrel of wine and say, whoever wants could kind of the shvisa here. Then any person that sits on Friday and says, ah, I want my place of dwelling to be there, he'll make the Kenyan, and therefore I'll be able to go 2,000 amais from that spot. Says the Gemara, Amar Rabbi Yosef, Ein Ma'arvin El Advar Mitzvah. Yosef comes along and says a statement: You're only allowed to create Erev Tchumin for a mitzvah. Says the Gemara, Ma'ikam Ashlam. What's the Chiddush? Tanina, what did our Mishnah say? L'chol mi sheilich lebeis Avel or lebeis Mishnah. The Mishnah clearly said that when are you allowed to create this Erev in order to go to the Chasana or to go base the Shiva call? Two cases of a mitzvah. So of course it's a mitzvah. Answers the Gemara, no, I would have thought, or just giving me the classic case, it's only for a mitzvah. Just to point out, it's a big machlik as we shine him here. Once you create the era for a mitzvah, are you allowed to then subsequently use the era for non mitzvah? Is it the creation of the Erev? And therefore, then once I create an Erev to do a mitzvah, then the rest of Shabbos, I'm allowed to walk out wherever I want, even for non-mitzvah purposes? Or no, says Rashi. The creation of the Erev has to be for a mitzvah, and the whole usage of the Erev Tchum has to be for a mitzvah. That is a large machlekes. I believe the Sakalacha is, yes. and anyone who accepts upon himself during the day, the Mishnah said, if the, during the day decide you're sleeping there and that is your place of dwelling, then that is your Erev. 
Says the Gemara, Shmas, you know, we see from here, Ain Breira, the concept of Breira, retroactive clarification. We see it doesn't work. Why? If it would work, so why do you have to decide on Friday? The wine is sitting there. Why can't I wake up Shabbos morning and say, you know what? Ah, I decide right now that on Friday, that was my place of dwelling. Breira, retroactively, I should be able to decide what I want. Seemingly, our mission is a Raya, Ain Breira. Says the Gemara, no Raya, Amravashi, no, what the mission just means is you have to tell them about it. This is an important rule in Breira, perhaps a mistake that one can make. In order to utilize Breira, it has to be something I know about right now, and I didn't act on it. Then tomorrow I act on it. Then I could say, ah, retroactively, Lima Freya, I'm clarifying that when I knew yesterday about this era, that's where I was dwelling. But if I yesterday on Friday did not know that someone put a barrel of wine out there, I did not know anything about this creation of the Arab, prayer is not going to help you. You can't go back in time and create an Arab. So says the Gemara, when the Mishnah said you have to do it by Yaim on Friday, it just meant you have to be known that there was a creation of the Arab and not that you actually have to be kind of the Arab. Just the knowledge is what you need and it seemingly could fit even with the beating at all. Prayer or in prayer. Excuse me. Says the Gemara, Amr Okay, Ravasi says, we have a child, six-year-old boy, six-year-old girl. His mother makes an Arab. Is the kid allowed to walk with his mother? Is the Arab work for the kid? Says Ravasi, yeah. And obviously the issue is going to be here that the mother could take her child with her. We know that someone might be thinking, what do you mean? A six-year-old is not chayim and mitzvahs. He could do what he wants, perhaps, number one. But the mother, a very important rule that many people forget, a parent is never allowed to feed a child iser. Safina lay be a dime. Never allowed to feed the kid iser. So if the mother would go and take the kid and walk with him out of the air, out of the tchum, she'd be feeding the kid iser. Very good. You, mommy, you created an air, but the kid doesn't have an air. Says Ravasi, it's not true. That a child is allowed to rely on the air of the mother until age six. When does a child use his mother's hair when he needs the mother? If he does not need the mother, so we already start to see the beginning of a question. Does a six-year-old need his mother? Now we explain further. We learned regarding sukkah similarly. If a kid doesn't need his mother, he has to go eat in the sukkah. And over there in sukkah, we'll get there soon enough. And we asked, Who is that child? Who is the kid that doesn't need his mother? So now we have two opinions. Let's keep the names straight so we get the Gemara clear. The first opinion was Rav Asi that said six years old. We're now asking on Rav Asi from this price of Sukkah, Mishnah of Sukkah, that we see two opinions. A very young age, when a child knows how to wipe himself, if the child goes to the bathroom and does not need his mother to wipe it, that's Rav Ami. Rav I'm sorry. Rav Shemben Lakish, Rish Lakish says, Amar, anyone who goes to sleep, and when he wakes up, doesn't call for his mother. Also a young age. So first, the Gemara interjects for a moment, which I'm sure anyone who has children who Baruch Hashem wake up in the middle of the night is wondering this right now. What do you mean? Even older children wake up and call their mother. Again, I don't think it means 17-year-olds, but even older children ask the Gemara, wake up and call their mother. So why is that the litmus test? Answers the Gemara, no. 
it means that the kid wakes up and just calls mommy, mommy, mommy. Meaning the kid doesn't stop. If that is the litmus test, that's a young kid. An older kid might call mommy when he wakes up. But if mommy doesn't answer, he'll get up by himself and whatever. He'll do his thing. He'll go to his mother. But if the child wakes up and calls mommy, mommy, that's the age of a cotton. So we have Rav Yanai that says the age until he needs his mother to help him wipe after using the bathroom. And then we have Rishlai Shimon Lakish that says, wakes up and calls mommy, mommy. So what age is that? The Gemara explains. Kvar Arba, Kvar Chamesh. About four or five years old. So what's the question? You just told me that a six-year-old can use the eight-year-old because a six-year-old needs the mother. What do you mean we see here as a four or five-year-old? Moving along to pay Bezim and Bezim, says the Gemara, Amar Rav Yeshua, Breit Rav Kik Amar when Rav Asi said his din. When did Rav Asi say his din, that it's a six-year-old, it's going to ear of love other than suffering. It's a unique case. It's when the father made an ear to the north. And the mother made an ear to the south. So now we have to figure out, not if the child is included. We have to figure out which way the child goes, with mommy or with daddy. With which parent? A six-year-old, we assume, wants to go with the mother. And therefore, that's the reason he goes with the mother. Explains if you should but it's not necessarily a rule that it's always a six-year-old goes with mommy. Ask the Gemara one second, four lines down. Is that true? There's a price that says clear cut. You, Rabbi Shub, Rabbi Edi, you're trying to create a unique case. That's when we go with a six-year-old. What do you mean? It says clearly, Ad Ben Sheish. Tiyofta, the Rabbi Shub, Edi, Tiyofta. Okay, so Rabbi Shub, Rabbi Edi, he's out. Can't be this unique case. We see clearly it's a six-year-old. So now the Gemara says, fine. Lehmet David, Tiyofta, the Ravasi. Seemingly it's the question of Ravasi also. Because it said, Ad Ben Sheish, until six, whereas Ravashi said a six-year-old. Seemingly it's a year difference, whether it's between five and six or six and seven. So seemingly Ravasi, you're incorrect. Says the Gemara, Amlecha Ravasi, Ad, Va'ad Bechlal. No, Ravasi says, but it says, Ad Ben Sheish, it includes the year six. So it's not a question on Ravasi. Says the Gemara, okay. Let's say it's a question of Yana and Reish Lakish. Those are those are two opinions at the bottom of the Ahmed that said either that the child wakes up and calls mommy, or the child doesn't need his mother. So we see clearly that's a younger age, but here we see it's six. Says the Gemara, Lekasha, it's not a question. When his father is in town, then he needs his mother till a younger age. That's when Raviani and Reish Lakish said, the mother wiping him. Wakes up and goes with the mother. That's because the father is in town. The father will also take care of him. When did this Bryce say that it's until six and the mother is when the father is not in town? And that's how we answer up all the steers. Turn around, now we have a new Bryce. So, okay, we're great. We had a statement that a six-year-old kid goes with the mother. We we clarified, we quantified that statement sealed and st- st- stands the test of time. Ravasi explained it's Adva Ad Bechlal and includes that year. Everything is good. Turn around and a new Bryce. Says the Gemara, You're allowed to make an heir for your children that are Ketanim. You're allowed to create an heir of the Chumim for your slaves and your servants who are non-Jewish. So category number one, Ketanim, Avadim, you can create an heir for them whether they know about it or not. You're not allowed to create an area for your Jewish slaves. Nor for your children that are good. Nor for your wife. Only if they know about it. A wife, a godol, a Jewish slave. Only create an area if they know. They need to give their haskama. They need to agree with it. That is, number one. 
Tani Idach. We have another race, so very similar. You not only create an era for your adult children. You not only create an era for the Jewish slaves. Nor for your wife, unless she knows about it. You not create an era for the non-Jewish slaves. And you not create an era for the young children that are Kitanim. Why? Because they're non-Jewish slaves. Because the Kitanim, their hand is like your hand. Fine, very good. Two braces saying the same thing. The Kulan and all of them, She'irvu, V'irvu Aleim, if they create an Erev, and you also create an Erev, Rabon, Yaitzin, Bishel, Rabon. Sorry, V'kulan, She'irvu, V'irvu Aleim, Rabon. If they create an Erev, the Eved, and the Master create an Erev, Yaitzin, Bishel, Rabon, the Master, the Father wins. Chotz, the woman would be different. The woman creates her own Erev, then she goes with her own Erev, not with her husband's. Why? Because she can be Meicha. And as much as the woman doesn't have as many rights, because she's an extension of the husband, but she has the right to protest, so if she goes and creates his own Erev, that's going to work. Says the Gemara, Isha Maishna. So why is the woman different? Seemingly, in all the other dinim, it was Kitanim, it was non Jewish slaves, and it was a, a, a wife. So, why here is a wife different? No, it just means a woman and everyone like her, since they all have powers to protest. If they went and created their own Erev, therefore we're going to go with their Erev. Amar Mar says the Gemara. Amar Mar, going back on the price that we just said. What do we just say? A wife is different because she can protest. Time of the Machi. So what does it sound like? She's only different. Why? Because she could protest. Hastama. But if she just did it, Stam. Nafka bit the bylaw. Then she goes with her husband. How could that be? Akitani Reisha. What are the first part of the brace to say? Midaitam. That they have to agree. My love, Damri in. What does Midaitam mean? That they agree. So we have a stira. On one hand, it sounds like it's only if they protest. But if they don't protest, Mistama. We go with the husband. On the other hand, we said they have to agree. Says the Gemara light. No question. My elamitaitum, what does it mean they need to have das? Dishtiku, it means that they're quiet. They agree silently, passively. La fuke, what does that come to exclude? Hechadamri lai, when they protest, they say no. Ha, but what, what's the question? Ha, the kula and she'erbu, be'erbu alei and rabbam, yaitzim mishal rabbam. It says that if they made an erb, and their master made the erb, and the husband made the erb, the husband wins. Vistamahu, vistamahu, they didn't say anything, but katani chatzmeni isha. Sounds like the woman's not going to work. Why not? Answers the Gemara. Amarava, very simple. That's the greatest form of protesting. Doesn't mean protesting that she has to get up and scream, I don't want your Erev. If she went and made her own Erev, that's the greatest form of Machal. That's a protest that she made her own Erev. And that's the reason why she will win because she protested. That's the end of the Brisa. Learned a bunch of Dinim, making you for Kitanim, non-Jews. They need to agree. Wife as well. She has the rights to protest. Says the Mishnah, and we'll finish with this. What is the shear of an Erev? Each and every person needs a meal's, two meals worth. Rameir says, weekday meals, not Shabbos meals. Okay. Rav Yudaymer, Shabbos lechol. Shabbos meals, not weekday meals. Interesting, Machlaikas. Says the Mishnah, They're both being lenient. How are they both being lenient? The Machlaikas is, when do you eat less? Do you eat less on Shabbos? Because you have three meals. Do you eat less during the week? Because it's the weekday. 
says, how much is a meal? When a kikar is for a punyin, for sa, for a sela, which comes out, if you do the extensive math in Rashi, is a kav, a quarter of a kav is a meal, according to Rav Yechlan. Rav Shimon Aymer, two parts of a kikar, two thirds of a kikar, mishalash lekav. Rav Shimon says, two thirds, is going to be two meals, which means a full loaf is going to be three meals, which means it's going to be a third of a kav. So again, Rav Shimon Rav Yechelen said a quarter of a kav is a meal. Rav Shimon said a ninth of a kav. Because like a third of a kav, and then you have three for three meals, split into three, is a ninth of a kav. Chetzi, a half of that, lebeis ha for becoming a house to become tamay, v'chetzi, chetzi, lebesilas geviyah, to make food, the apostle to make solemn tamay, if he touches food. We'll talk about those dinim in a moment. Let's just start. The Gemara of Kama Mazen, Shtei Suda, Yisam Rav Yudam Rav, Tarti Rifta, Achri Yaisa, Two peasant breads, two breads for a peasant. Two breads on the harpa baita. On the Rav Yosef, the Rav Yosef pray. Rav Yosef said to his son, "The Rav, the Rava Avucha Keman, pray the Rava. I'm sorry, Avucha Keman. Who's your father? Whole like Sri Lanka Mayor. He was like a mayor, which we said in the Mishnah was weekday meals. Sri Lanka Mayor. I also like a mayor." If I only give you that comes out to be a massive question. What's the massive question? Because we all know that people say there's always room less for something tasty. So seemingly, according to you, that's a little bit difficult. On Shabbos, you have more tasty food, so you should eat more. We know that when food is better, we eat more. So why, according to Yehuda, do we go by Shabbos food? Seemingly, that's going to be more. And we said we should be makel. That's the reason why he agrees that we go with Rameir. Let's just finish this one little piece over here. Sorry, I keep on saying we're going to finish. Let's finish this one little piece over here. So we said in the Mishnah, Rav Yechran and Rav Shimon. Again, Rashi does the extensive math. Tomorrow there's going to be more math. Let's at least go through the basic understanding. According to Rav Yechran, we said it comes out to be a quarter of a kaf for a meal. According to Rav Shimon, it's a ninth of a kaf for a meal. Says the Gemara Tana, their words, Rav Yechem and Braika, and Rav Shimon, are very close to each other. They're carved to be the same. Says the Gemara, be dummy? How's that possible? Rav Yechem Arba Sudeh Like we just said, it's a quarter. Four Sudeh Selikav. Rav Shimon, Desha Sudeh Selikav. It's nine Sudeh. It's a ninth. A quarter and a ninth. They're not close at all. Says the Gemara, Rav Chista, No, you got to detract a third. Because the Chanveni, the storekeeper, takes a third. So it comes out that according to Rav Shimon, it's not going to be a ninth of a kav, it's going to be a sixth of a kav. A third less, not a ninth, but a sixth. Says Gemara, what do you mean? Vakati Lamar, Tisha, Ulamar Sheish, one's a ninth and one's a sixth. Says Gemara, you're right. You have to give a half for a chenveni. So a half of an, so you have to give half of a chenveni. Vakati, so what comes out? That it's going to be a fourth, a, a, a ninth, or an eighth. Vakati, Lamar Tisha, Ulamar Timni. According to one, it's going to be Tisha, it's going to be a ninth. According to Rabbi Yechon, it's not going to be a quarter, but it's going to be an eighth. It's almost an eighth of a ninth. It's very close to each other. Does the chenveni take a third or a half? What does the chenveni take? Meaning, how much markup does the store owner do before he sells the item? It depends. If the Baal provides the wood for the fire, then the storekeeper takes less. If the Baal doesn't provide the wood, the storekeeper has to provide the wood, then he takes more. That is 
the end of that machlekes will pick it up from chetzel based on the nuga. But chetzel chetzel psulsa gviya in Shabbos is daf.